Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. October 17, 2019, the $50 billion edition. First up, and we'll take it as our lead story today, uh, as reported in the Washington Post, the three largest opioid distributors and a couple of manufacturer pharmaceutical manufacturing companies are proposing a $50 billion settlement with states and cities that are set to go to trial on Monday. The distributors are Amerisource Bergen, Cardinal Health, and McKesson, also joined by Johnson & Johnson and Teva, uh, who face a huge number of lawsuits over the opioid crisis. Uh, if, if, if this uh, settlement goes through, it would fund a lot of treatment, but uh, it is about one-third the estimated cost, annual cost, to the U.S. in terms of lost pro- productivity, loss of tax revenues, uh, medical costs, and other associated costs from the opioid crisis. Obviously, the companies want to try to cap their liability, and the plaintiffs here, states, counties, and cities, want to get as much as possible. With trials scheduled to start Monday, everyone is under the gun, so it's going to be interesting to see if they can get it done. Uh, next up from Bloomberg, two ex-Credit two Suisse bankers will testify in the Mozambique uh, bribery and corruption case. Uh, they will testify against their former putative uh, business partner, um, Jean, uh, Jean Busante, the exec, former executive of the shipbuilder Privinest Group. Uh, this is the uh, infamous tuna boats case uh, where uh, over $2 billion was loaned to Mozambique, and of course, none of it actually benefited the citizens of the country. Um, next up from the Washington Post, a, the U.S. has charged a Turkish bank in a scheme to violate sanctions with Iran and line officials' pockets with bribes. Uh, federal prosecutors have charged a Turkish bank with undermining U.S. sanctions against Iran uh, and with uh, bribery and corruption. It is not clear why this uh, suit uh, was brought uh, immediately after the uh, Turkish invasion or what that role, what that action had to play in this. It's been a part of a long-running investigation from the U.S. Attorney's Office uh, in Manhattan. So uh, pretty serious charges. And the uh, U.S. Attorney's Office has um, it's been a long source of friction between the U.S. and Turkey. Uh, Trump has tried to intervene several times to stop this, uh, most recently, or at least reported through his Secretary of State uh, to do so. Uh, uh, and to Rex Tillerson's credit, he refused to do so. So, um, big, big criminal charges against the Turkish bank. And then finally, in a very interesting article in the Financial Times, Wire cards suspect accounting practices revealed. This is the German company who uh, had the image of one of Germany's leading business success stories, a fintech champion to rival software giant SAP. And after a, a decade of breakneck growth, Wirecard became a favorite of investors. However, this seemingly irresistible rise was plagued by intermittent controversies around its accounting and business practices, and it turns out that uh, not only 
were they fraudulent, but they've been ongoing for some time. Uh, it's not clear how far up uh, this was known in the company organization, but um, just a wide variety of accounting fraud uh, alleged in this case going on uh, over in the Far East, uh, most particularly in Singapore. Wirecard has been devastated by this, and it's not clear if the uh, company will ever be able to uh, recover from this, uh, particularly with the German government and the Swiss, excuse me, the Singaporean government and others looking at them uh, very closely. So, uh, great article. I would commend it to you. It's uh, in the FT's Big Read section, which is always great. Certainly one of my favorites. They focus on business practices, and every compliance practitioner should be reading this. Thanks so much for listening to the Daily Compliance News, which is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio.